Welcome to Single and a Baby, navigating the dating world as a sole parent. Redefining love. How exactly do you define love? See, I used to be one of those people who was very sure that I knew what it meant to be loved. As a matter of fact, I remember I had a piece called When Love Finds You and I had written it just before I had gotten married because I was certain I had found love. I defined love with emotions and with actions that I thought were signs of love. Actions such as he wants to be with you all the time. He's calling you all the time. He wants to spend every time he has with you. Things like that was what I thought were signals of love. He wants to give you everything that he has. Now, I am not one of those people to say that because I am now separated that I do not believe in love. On the contrary, I do believe in love. And I am still very much a hopeless and helpless romantic who still creates romantic memories from anything and everything. I am still crazy about love songs and I still have a playlist of the kind of songs I would want to listen to when I eventually find someone who is worthy to be loved by me. See, before I got married, I used to throw the word love all over the place. At that time, I would be head over heels, infatuated, obsessed, butterflies in my tummy, everything you see in Hollywood and Nollywood movies, that was me. And so I would say, gosh, I love this person. Now I've come to realize that I was just being stupid and I was just being trigger happy. It had nothing to do with love. I remember quite well the day my mom told me that love was not an emotion. Those weren't her exact words. Her exact words were, you don't know if you love someone until you've been with them long enough to see the ups, the downs, the good and the bad, and you still want to be with that person. That is when you know you love the person. At that time, I just thought, mm, someone has come again with Tawahala. But Maybe I should have listened because she's been married 34 years now, so she obviously knew exactly what she was talking about. My greatest lesson on love was when I became a parent. Having to raise a child and understand unconditional love opened my eyes to what love is and understanding how I should be loved as a woman and as an adult and as a person. I used to be one of those people who would literally conform to whatever was available. So even though I knew I didn't feel appreciated or I didn't feel happy, I would try to conform because that person had told me that is their definition of love. It is possible to be with someone and not feel loved because they do not know how to love you. So you should know how you should be loved first before anyone can love you. Anyone who's come out of a broken relationship or um, marriage or whatever knows exactly how they should be loved. Sometimes the easiest way to redefine love for them is starting with things that they did not like in their previous relationships or things that made them feel bad and unhappy. And from that, it's easier to say these are the things that makes me happy. These are the things that makes me feel appreciated. These are the things that makes me feel loved. I often recommend that people take the love language test where they understand what their love languages are. And so when you end up with someone or you're dating someone and you guys are getting serious, it's easier to communicate because you have a common language. And so I'll talk about that on this episode. Redefining love for myself. 
and redefining love for a lot of people who are stuck in this Hollywood, Nollywood definition of what love should be. Not the running around on the beach and, you know, chasing each other all over the place. That's Nollywood. All the flowers and the cards and the fancy dinners. That's more Hollywood. So what exactly is love? One time I was invited to talk about old love and new love, which I found very interesting on a TV station. And um, when we had to talk about love, I said love was an action word. You can't say you love the person and not show it. Sometimes it's not even about saying you love the person. It's just your actions that show how much you love that person or how much that person loves you. It's about compromise, finding that middle ground, being able to come to a place that says, I'm different, you're different. So we have to find a common place where we're both comfortable and not one person trying to change the other. Love is also paying attention to detail and wanting to do better. And what I mean by that is when you know you have offended that person or whatever you have done has made that person feel bad, if you truly love that person, you wouldn't want to offend them anymore or you wouldn't want to make them feel bad. Now, this should be common with friendships, not even talking about relationships or love. But I realize that a lot of people don't even know this. And so you find people who you tell them that they might have offended you and they go about their lives or they sometimes repeat the exact same things because that's who they are. You have to accept them just the way they are. In a relationship, you want to be with someone who wants to do better. Love is about communication. It's about being able to tell that person where things might be going wrong or how you are feeling. Nobody's psychic. But not only telling the person, but also being able to listen, being able to pay attention to the body language, because that's the other type of communication, the nonverbal communication, where you are both paying attention to each other's mannerisms and things like that. It doesn't have to be a quarrel or a fight. Love is also choosing to love and not changing that person. A lot of times I find a lot of young women especially and some men who decide to get married on the basis that they think the person will change. What if that person never changes? A good friend of mine, when she was dating or maybe engaged a few years ago, told me how her then boyfriend, now her husband, said to her, what if I never change? What if I never become better or become richer? Would you still want to be with me? And that stuck because whoever it is that you are with, what if they never change? What if they never become better? What if they become worse? (laughs) Would you still want to be with them? Those are the kind of questions and the kinds of things that I only picked up when I had become married and I had come out of the marriage. And so now, being a sole parent and having a child has made me understand what love truly means and also deciding the way I want to be loved. Because I can choose how I want to be loved and not just accept whatever it is that is out there. I had to understand what my love language was. And if you haven't taken the test for the love language, you should. Because it will explain a lot of who you are to the person that you are talking to or married to or dating. 
And so understanding my love language made it easy for me to say, you are not loving me the way I want to be loved. And so because of that, I choose not to bring myself to that level where I have to manage or settle. Truth is, I don't suffer too much. I have suffered a lot for my friends who are not Nigerian. (laughs) And so I choose not to suffer anymore. I choose not to compromise on love. And I have decided to redefine love and redefine what loving me means. Thank you for listening to Single and a Baby. Don't forget to join me next week as we continue to talk about navigating the dating world as a soul parent.